Welcome to Title Women, Mamas Making Waves the Proverbs Way, the podcast where three faithful mamas relentlessly embrace their God-given purpose, empowering and inspiring you through the wisdom of the Proverbs 31 woman. We are your hosts, Jamie Hass, the faithful business expert, Kaylee Holbert-Legg, the Christ-centered holistic homemaker, Patricia Lambert, the faith-filled dancing achiever. We each bring our own unique perspective and insights to the table, blending our passion for raising children in faith, holistic wellness, the joy of intentional movement, striving for our goals in pursuit of our purpose, and embracing the art of entrepreneurship. Together, we'll uncover the timeless wisdom found in the Proverbs 31 passage and make waves in our modern lives. Join us for faith-filled insights, practical advice, and inspirational conversations on a path to a balanced, faith-driven life. We'll dive into holistic wellness, sharing tips for nourishing our bodies, minds, and souls. Expect vibrant discussions on natural remedies, nutrition, and self-care rooted in faith. We'll groove to the rhythm of dance and intentional movement, celebrating the gift of physical expression as a form of wellness, worship, and personal growth. We'll embark on the beautiful adventure of raising children with love and intention, weaving faith into the fabric of our families, just like the Proverbs 31 woman who watches over the fairs of her household. And we'll explore the world of entrepreneurship as we balance our roles as mothers, wives, and businesswomen. We are here to make waves, to balance the ebb and flow of our daily lives with the tidal waves needed to make lasting impacts for our families and his kingdom. Let's grow together in faith, wellness, dance, motherhood, and business as we pursue the path of purposeful grace, guided by the wisdom of Proverbs 31. Come dive in as we make waves together. Welcome back to Title Women, and we are so happy to have you here. We are going to shift things up a little bit. And, you know, as we're headed into Thanksgiving, many of you, if you are in the U.S. here, you are getting ready for all the festivities, um, the busyness, kids being home. If you've got school kids, um, you may have family coming into town, all of that. And so we want to give this next 20 minutes or so just a chance for you to regroup, to take a breath, um, be with your friends and prep yourself and your spirit for what's to come. And as we talk about, we are the prop, we have based this entire podcast on the Proverbs 31 woman. And just as a reminder, um, the Proverbs 31 woman is a woman of God who understands that everything she has is a gift from God. She is thankful for his blessings and does not take them for granted. This attitude of gratitude leads her to put him first in her life. And she knows that he is the source of her strength and wisdom, and she relies on him for guidance. So with that, ladies, um, let's kick this off by sharing one or two gratitudes we have in our life. Okay, Trisha. perfect. Uh, I, I will kick us off. Um, you guys are probably going to kind of kick me a little bit because I'm going to take one of the most obvious ones to start off with is I'm, I'm super thankful for my, my little man and my husband. And um, I mean, every day is an adventure and no matter how hard the day is or how strenuous the encounters may be, because we are working through 15 month growing pains and some days are, 
a little bit tougher in the communication department or, you know, every day is still, it's still beautiful and something that I'm really, really grateful for. And even in the moments where it's more challenging or I'm not sure exactly what James is asking for or um, the breathing techniques that we're working on are not working in this, the exact second that I want them to. Um, I'm grateful for the the opportunity to be his mama, the opportunity to be my husband's wife. And our little family is something that I'm really, really grateful for. I am grateful for God, um, obviously for my family too, but God is a big one for me that I'm really grateful for and my relationship that I have with him because um, I, at time of recording the podcast, we have been in the trenches um, and going through a lot behind the scenes with family emergencies and um you know, just there's, there's a lot happening without getting into detail. Um, and really just leaning on God during all of this and his love, his mercy, his grace, his strength, as well as what has gotten me through everything. Um, and I know will continue to guide me into the holiday season. Um, and it's the also the opportunities that he's brought my way as well. The opportunities and blessings that he's brought my way. Um, yeah. Oh. So I love how I went ahead and like kicked it off and put myself laughs, which was terrible because I'm like, well, of course I'm grateful for my family. And of course I'm <laughs> grateful for God. Um, and I think we can all relate to that, right? That there's you know, there's so many things to be grateful for. And for me, just to add on to those things, it's the journey. I am a very emotional person. I'm somebody who is very reflective and can go in my head a lot. And this time of year always seems to bring a lot of reminders of where I was last year at this point, where I was five years ago or 10 years ago. And I just look at the journey and, you know, even to your point, Kaylee, of being in the trenches and things being really tough. Every time I've been in the trenches and I've had a battle that we're fighting and we're growing through, I get to the other side and I'm like, oh, I get it. I get it. Um, I see the growth that came from it. I see what you were doing there. I see the blessing. I see why I didn't get my way because what I have now is so much better than what I wanted. And uh, that's hard when you're in, when you're in the moment, you know, and truly sometimes even holidays can bring up some of the toughest and the thickest stuff that we're going to go through. And I've been there, um, but then I get to see us on the other side. And so I just am so dang grateful to be at a point where I know there's so much more to come, but I've just had enough proof positive of like, okay, we're on the right track. God's got this. He hasn't forgotten me. Um, he hasn't forgotten my family. And like, we are getting through it step by step, day by day. And um, it's just really fun. It's really fun to see. So that that's my addition to kind of kick this off with our gratitudes. Uh, 
what do you guys do for gratitude practices? Like, is there something that you do daily or weekly with your family? Like, what are ways that you incorporate thankfulness into your everyday life outside of November or Thanksgiving or, or do you? Um, so first is, um, when, so we, James is super, super cute at 15 months, we will say pray and he puts his little hands together and he is ready to pray. And one of the biggest parts of prayer is the things that we are thankful for. Just thanking God for each of the, the experiences, our health, our, um, family, the people that we get to spend time with. That's a huge part of daily prayer above and beyond what we're asking for. It's the things that we're grateful for. And I love seeing him put his little hands together when mama says pray. Um, so that is how we incorporate it most regularly, I would say. That's similar to what we do as well. Um, you know, we, Michael and I, in the evening time, sometimes Carlton is involved as well. Um, but it's become a routine of ours where we, while we're getting ready for bed, we we pray, we give our thanks for the day, um, for keeping us safe, for healthy food in our bellies, um, for our home, um, for clothes on our bodies too. And Another th and then what we're doing for November is every day we're writing a list of things that we're grateful for um, to just keep that, you know, just something special in November. Um, but yeah, prayer and a list. And then even outside like my own gratitude list, I do have like a little journal and I write out every single day what I'm grateful for in the morning um, and just giving thanks to God every day. So in our home, I find that sometimes nights don't go as scheduled as I would like them to. Um, and so we do go through seasons where we have really good devotional practices. We have prayer time. We have that. Um, but what I found as we've transitioned, and I think part of this is age because it used to be a lot different um, when we had younger kiddos. Now that they're older, it just, it varies. And so for us, it's more during the day. And like one thing that works really well for us is after school, we have that five to 10 minutes as we, between pickup and getting home, once we get home, we've got homework, we've got things to take care of. We have sports to get to, but that, that time on the way home to talk to the kids and we call it two happies and a sad. And the kids tell me two good things about their day. And, and then one, not one sad, one thing that made them feel off one thing. And the reason I include that is because I think it's, a, it's created so much conversation because I truly learn more about them through the sad and what's going on in their day, what's going on with their friendships, what's going on. Um, the things that they won't tell me about, but they'll mention it in the sad that I can put the pieces together. Um, but the two happies are typically things that they're thankful for, things that were fun, things that made them laugh, things that they appreciate. Um, and it becomes just part of our daily routine without it ever being a very intentional practice. But the intention was to open communication with them. Um, as far as me, I definitely have, you know, morning gratitude practices I do at times, and so where I'll just sit down and write down the things I'm thankful for. I do have times during 
life, particularly if we're in a funk, if my kids are in a funk, if there's, um, I mean, I think we all know what, how that is that I'll ask them. That's something that I'll do to shift that attitude and that mindset of, okay, so tell me two things that did go well. Tell me two things that you were appreciative. And a lot of times, you know, even preteen, that's enough to change up that change the vibe, change the energy in the room. Um, and so it's building those as far as day-to-day -day practices without it necessarily being a habit. I like that two happies and a sad. I like that a lot. Um, something that I've done in the past at the dance studio. And now that I'm remembering it, we did it in the past. We may just do that this year. Um, is I put up a painted tree and then I had leaves and everybody could write something that they were thankful for specific to dance. Um, whether it was because it made them happy or somebody that they got to meet through dance and just see this tree with all of these leaves get put up on it with all of the, the gratitude that dance brought into the community in different ways, whether it was something that was shared or something that was kind of a little bit more personal or one-on-one, -on -one. uh, so making that visual representation was really cool. And now that I'm remembering, because we're having this conversation, ladies, I think I'm going to have to put that up in the studio again this year. I love that idea. That's something that I may even do for our own family. You know, one thing along those same lines that I remember my son did in school, actually, with one of his teachers is he would go through an everyday write out and he wrote it on a pumpkin. And so by the, you know, they took the pumpkin and by the end of the month, he had this thankfulness pumpkin that um, he brought home. And, you know, even going into, because I feel like in the month of November, gratitude and thankfulness is something we're aware of. Like there's these practices or social media posts. And then sometimes we get into the chaos of Christmas, like literally Thursday to Friday. And the gratitude goes by the wayside when we probably need it more than ever. And so I'm even thinking of shifting some of those things of like, instead of it being a tree with leaves, it could be a tree with ornaments and the ornaments you put, um, the things you're, that make you happy, the things you're thankful for all through the month of December, or, you know, again, maybe it's not a pumpkin, but find some sort of fun. I mean, heck, it could be just actual ornaments, not paper ornaments that the kids write on. Um, or even taking like a gratitude bowl and, you know, take something that they write slips of paper on everyone in the family, writes slips of paper on for the month of December. And then you kind of pull those things out. I think there's so many ways we can take the fall ideas and move them into the winter. It could be snowflakes. It could be, um, and just ways to really utilize that and keep that because I think there's something very effective when it's tangible, when it's written down, when you see it, when you can see those blessings piling up in the bowl or the tree filling up with leaves. Um, it just, it gives some, it helps you to see like, oh, I didn't even think about that, but you know what? I am really grateful for hot coffee this morning or the fact that I have heat or some of those things we take for granted. But when someone else says, thank you, God, for this, you're like, well, yeah, I'm thankful too. Yeah. Well, a couple of years ago, I had a friend give me a mason jar for Christmas and it had a, a message on the outside that it was for putting memories or experiences throughout the year that brought joy or that I was thankful for. And so I actually managed to do it for a year 
And at the end of the year, I opened them up and read through everything. And it was really, really cool to see that um, gratitude journey. And there was no order to it because it was just slips of paper that got dropped into the mason jar. So it was just a a random charcuterie of <laughs> of gratitude and memories that I got to look through just before Christmas the following year. And that was really, really cool. That could be something and that I think again, that's even a as a fam gift idea. Oh. Sorry, JB. <laughs> no, you go ahead. What were you gonna say, Kaylee? Um I think there's I think there's a delay on my end. I think the Wi-Fi for whatever reason is just acting up, but um, you can use that as a gift idea as well. Now that we're coming into Christmas, um, say for your spouse, I did that one year for my husband and um, I think it was for an anniversary, but I wrote on little, little slips of paper and I tied them up as little scrolls. And it was, um, it was like 52 reasons why I love you. And so it was for every single day of the year or every single week of the year. And what he ended up doing was he wrote on the mason jar in Sharpie marker of all of the, the following 52 years of anniversaries that we'll be celebrating together. And um, so every year he opens one up on our anniversary. Um, so that's another little idea, even if you want to make something special for your spouse for, for the of holidays. Well, and on that, I was even thinking of what a fun family tradition to start. That's so simple, but to take that Mason jar, that blessings jar, and as a family throughout the year, um, put those things in. And then next year on New Year's Eve, you get to all see the things or even do it week to week. I know I have a friend who has a thankful wall. And so her family every week, um, and they've got teenagers every week, they write what they're thankful for on the board. And I think one of the biggest surprises to me about gratitude practices is what matters to other people. And so it goes back to love languages and, you know, all of that stuff, but it can be so simple that when you ask your kids what they're thankful for, when you ask your spouse what they're thankful for, Sometimes what they say are the things that you're like, oh, I didn't even really like one of the things I love that my husband does for me. And he does it because he knows it, I really appreciate it. He makes me coffee in the morning and it's such a simple free gesture. I'm going to go make myself coffee anyways. But when I wake up and the coffee's already hot and made for me, it changes my entire day. And once he learned that, once I communicated that and we had that conversation, like it's an honor for him to be able to do that because he wants to make, he wants me happy. Like that's our relationship. And it goes, it just continues going. Now I'm happy. I come out. It impacts the kids. It now the kids are happy. It impacts the teachers. Like the spiral effect when you just start doing those things. And it's a simple conversation. Like you're really surprised. I, I mean, he appreciates when I make him coffee, but it does not have the same impact on him as it does on me. And so I think that's a big thing. And again, like kids are a big one. Um, it's just having those conversations and you can be really surprised what others say, and it can guide your interactions with them in such a simple, powerful process. Mm -hmm. The, this conversation reminds me, did you ever guys, did you guys ever in elementary school, we would take the slips of paper 
and make the rings of acts of kindness and put the, um, basically make garland out of them. And we would try and make it run the whole length of the school. I, this, that's just what it's reminding me of is it's not just gratitude, but it's also acts of service, acts of kindness, acts of love, um, that are kind of highlighted with that concept of gratitude. And if you've got very, very visual kiddos that putting a slip of paper into a jar or a bowl or something, and that's not something that they are processing or that they recognize as important, maybe those slips of paper turned into rings of garland would work for some families too. I love that idea. I remember doing that as well um, in elementary school. And I did it a few times, I think even at home with my brother, because he's eight years younger than me. So um, I remember doing that at home as well. So I think that's a great like tradition to even bring back in our home. <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking like that would be really fun to do throughout the year, put those little slips together and then use that as your garland for Christmas that year. I love that. Guys, we're coming up with some really great <laughs> ideas right now. I love it. <laughs> it's the power of like when you put minds together and build that community, like suddenly it just blossoms into other things. And I love, Patricia, that you brought up if you have visual kiddos, because, you know, as humans, sometimes we just expect people to be like us. And so how many times have you said, well, he didn't hear me or she didn't hear me or your kids have said, well, I said it, you weren't listening. And it's not that we're not listening. It's not that others aren't listening to us. Like sometimes it is just simply different ways of learning. And so seeing it on a board, seeing it on a piece of paper, seeing it in a notebook may create a different reaction than just saying it out loud. And I think that is what we're getting to is like part of gratitude and thankfulness and acts of service. It's focusing more on the other person and getting to see how that all comes together. And it's also communicating your needs. And so while maybe, you know, there's a mama sitting here listening to this late on Wednesday night as they're prepping the turkey or early Thursday morning, they're exhausted. There's so much work that goes into it because I know so many mothers out there who put so much into the Thanksgiving weekend um, and you're not feeling seen, you're not feeling heard. Well, this is a way that you could shift that for your family. You could make it so that you are heard, that your needs, but also that their needs are being met. And it could bring some simplicity to a really chaotic season. Um, and it's it's grounding. It's just so humbling when suddenly you forget about the lights, the sparkle. And mind you, I love all the lights, the sparkle and glitter that the season brings. But sometimes it can be really daunting and overwhelming. And when you bring it back to those just simple practices, it like, it hones it in and it makes it fun. Like this is all supposed to be fun. This life that we're living is supposed to be fun. And so these are, there's so many good ways we've just come up with, with or remembered that we can make it fun. And it, and it's bringing the intentionality of being present with our family back as well, um, and putting the phone down, putting the, the technology away um, to be present. 
Yeah, I love the fact, I mean, if an app works for you for keeping track of your gratitude, then then don't feel judged or anything by by what I'm about to say. But I love the fact that all of the ideas and the things that we do for gratitude, none of them involve technology. Like for me, that's very big uh, because everything is really technology focused now. And like I said, if you are the kind of person that uses an app to track your thankfulness or anything like that, I, that's fantastic. And if that works for you, that's amazing. But for the families who are a little overwhelmed with technology and need a way to step away from that, I think that's really cool that we didn't even talk about our phones until the end. <laughs> Absolutely. So with that... Um, wishing everyone a thankful, grateful um, weekend and holiday season. And I think just to wrap it up, thank you for being here. Thank you, Patricia and Kaylee, for being part of this. And thank you for each and every one of you that's listening in. And so with that, we just want to encourage you we are ready to expand and we want to encourage you to go into our social media pages. We have um, some awesome offerings coming because we just see the value that this is bringing to so many people. And we recognize that while we get to benefit from all of that, um, there's so many others that we see how they can be connected and the benefits that if we can grow this community in a different way, or maybe I should say in an expanded way, because the podcast isn't going anywhere. We're just expanding title women. So I encourage you to go to our social media pages and check out some new and fun offerings that we have coming. Um, they will be kicking off this weekend and we want you to be part of that initial growth. So reach out if you have questions. And again, just thank you for being here. If you enjoyed the show, we'd be honored if you would leave a rate and review wherever you listen. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast and follow us on Facebook and Instagram to join us on this faithful journey, discovering how we can all embody the essence of the Proverbs 31 woman in our everyday lives. The tides are changing.